Hey, what's up, brother? Welcome to WCG, and today is a little different. So, we were talking a little bit, and we are thinking that maybe a daily show might be worthwhile. Now, I, being in the hospitality industry, have a lot more time than Passions and Squirrely. I also don't have a kid, so this works out pretty well. That being said, uh, I think for a while I'm going to be your host during the week. So welcome. Welcome to the weekly version of WCG. This time we are not going to talk about games specifically. We're going to talk about work and life. And uh, on Friday we'll talk about video games. So uh, with that kind of introduction, let's kind of get into it. So what is this going to be about well this month it's the last month of the year it's december january 1st of course everybody's going to be buying their gym memberships and trying to work on themselves do better you uh new year and new you yeah <laughs> so um let's kind of lean into that let's talk about what we should be doing to prepare the last month of the year for january so let's uh let's dive into it uh, me, myself, I, uh, I have a lot of goals for the new year, so I, I like doing Spartan races. So if you haven't heard of the Spartan races, uh, they are, uh, three mile, five mile, uh, kind of races, uh, up to half marathon. So for anybody that's not in the U.S., uh, 5k, 10k, and then, uh, 21 I think it's 21 kilometers. Uh, so I spent I spent the majority of my adult life uh, as a smoker. So I uh, I was able to kick that habit. Ironically, when I was in Las Vegas for uh, the When We Were Young tour, uh, so which was kind of interesting. Um, it is legal to smoke there indoors, which is not something you run across very often. Uh, except maybe in Vegas. That might be the only place left that still allows you to smoke inside. So before the trip, I went and uh, I was still smoking. And I stopped the day before I got on the plane to go to Las Vegas. And, you know, it was only a couple of hours. And then I'm, all of a sudden I'm inside Vegas. I'm in these casinos and it's legal to smoke in there. Uh, so the temptation was theoretically through the roof. Now, the reason that I bring this up is because I want to talk about not only about the Spartan races for me and like fitness in general, but I also want to talk about <clears throat> mental fortitude as well. Uh, I think that's something that we need to discuss. I think it's something that's kind of integral to life. So that's why I bring that up. I think this year we should focus on hardening our minds um, as well as our bodies and our spirits as well. So all of that being said, uh, I am personally, I signed up for all three Spartan races. Those races are in June. I highly, highly recommend doing those. And if you really want, if you really want to get into shape this year, uh, you know, I don't know where your situation may be. Maybe, maybe like me, you've spent 
uh, most of your most of your life smoking or you know uh, maybe it wasn't cigarettes maybe it's been marijuana um, maybe it hasn't been that maybe you're just out of shape maybe time has uh, taken taken a lot out of you and you uh, you know are find yourself at a desk job and you don't have the time to exercise anymore maybe you never liked exercising but now you're feeling like maybe you should all of those things are good starting points right it's like you've identified something that you want to change within yourself and you're motivated to do it now here's the thing that i've learned from listening to david goggins david goggins if you don't know is a what they call an ultra marathoner so right now he is doing uh various different races they could be 100 miles it could be 24 hour runs um things of that nature where it's like they're the extreme of the extreme in terms of endurance sports so prior to that david goggins was a navy seal and a army ranger so he was in the special forces the elite of the elite now what makes david goggins special within that group he did Navy SEAL training three times, the maximum amount you can do it. So he did the hardest part of the training three times. First time he, I think he almost drowned um, and he he got kicked out because of, no, he, something happened to his knee. It was like the size of a grapefruit and he wasn't allowed to, to continue. The second time he did it, he, uh, I think that was the time that he was running on broken legs. His his shins had fractures in them, <laughs> and he wasn't uh, ultimately able to complete that training either because of those injuries. And then the third time he was successful, and his he wrote a book about this experience. It was called uh, "Can't Hurt Me," right? Uh, it's written by David Goggins. I uh, highly, highly recommend checking it out. It is the wildest story I've heard um, outside of the guy that was the inspiration for the uh, uh, the movie The Revenant, which is an entire different level of mental fortitude. But maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll talk about it. Uh, so David Goggins is coming out with a, another book next year. And his whole thing like we just talked about, his whole thing is your body can do more than you think it can. And as far as the motivation goes, uh, I tend to agree with him. His, his philosophy is that motivation is complete bullshit. Motivation will get you there maybe a couple of times, but it's super, super unreliable. You cannot rely on motivation. And I'm sure as an adult, you've experienced this. You've done this health journey over and over and over again where you're like you're motivated to eat these salads and start eating clean and going to the gym improving yourself like january 1st every year you're like fuck yeah let's fucking do this let's get out there let's make ourselves better i'm gonna be the best version of me ever i'm not going to do this shit again and you see it over and over and over every time every january you go to the gym it's just packed it's full of people with brand new memberships they're there for if they really, really push themselves, they're there till February and then March comes around and nobody's there. Nobody's there. Uh, they have all lost their motivation and you're only there if you're like dedicated to something bigger, <clears throat> some other goal, which is 
why I mentioned the Spartan races and why I recommend it. Part of the philosophy for the Spartan races is that all you need to do is sign up. And it sounds like a marketing gimmick and maybe it is to some extent, you know, they're trying to they're trying to sell tickets. That's their business model. But at the same time, and I've found this to be true myself, when I first did the Spartan race, like once you sign up, now you've got some skin in the game. Now you've spent like 150, 200 dollars or whatever it is. Maybe you have to travel out of state. Now you've signed now now you've got some real true incentive to really do this thing and it's different from like a gym membership like a like you'll spend even at like planet fitness uh ten dollar membership you multiply that by 12 months that's 120 dollars a year right and then you probably got your annual fee of 50 dollars or 30 dollars so you're spending the same amount of money but yeah maybe after like we talked about maybe after the first month or two you lose motivation to go to the gym so now you're spending money on something that you're not even utilizing anymore whereas if you sign up for a race maybe maybe it's more than you expect to pay right now or maybe you like me have a hard time parting with that much money all at once right but once you do that, once you sign up for a race, then it's then it becomes this different mental game where it's like, okay, I'm committed to this thing. Like whether I go or not, the money was already spent. So I might as well go. And it it provides this not motivation, but it provides kind of a reason to do what you're doing. And Getting in shape and, you know, living a healthier lifestyle, those can be considered reasons, but they're not tangible. They're more like goals that maybe someday I'll, I'll reach. Whereas the races, you've got a set date. You know exactly when it's going to start. You know exactly when you have to be there. And especially when you start sharing this with people like, oh, I'm about to do a Spartan race or I'm about to do a Tough Mudder or I'm about to do whatever the race may be. It doesn't have to be a Spartan race, but you should sign up for some sort of event, something that you have to put money into before you even get there. And that is going to provide you the kind of motivation that you're looking for, the kind of incentive that you're looking for to really get yourself into shape. So that's why I signed up for what's called the trifecta race uh, in June of next year. So I, I personally will be doing all three races. I'll be doing the 5K, the 10K, and the 21K. Uh, the objective after that is to do a full Ironman, which is like a whole other level of insane, but, you know, one step at a time. One step at a time. That, that kind of being said, I am sure that over the last week you've heard of Liver King. And if you listen to the rest of our catalog, you know that we all three of us at some point have run across moist critical one of his videos right so obviously he's a major youtuber if you spend any time on youtube you know who moist, moist critical is you if you spend any time in esports you know that he's got his own esports team uh so if you have some exposure to him you know potentially that he mentioned the liver king and you know that it's been going on and on people have been different people all over the all over the place have been talking about the this guy the liver king so who is this guy he's a fitness influencer right who made a name by eating raw liver 
and that was his thing that was his kind of gimmick like this guy lives like a caveman and he sleeps on wooden slats and he eats raw liver like a fucking beast and he doesn't believe in you know having wi-fi around him and he wants to live like ancestrally or whatever then it turns out that he uh he's doing human growth growth hormone and uh you know um steroids different kinds of supplements that like help him look the way he looks so so there's some controversy there and you know people may throw out his whole philosophy but maybe there's a mistake in doing that part of what he preaches is putting yourself in situations where you feel uncomfortable and that's something that david goggins also preaches it's something that you know you kind of hear over and over and over again uh from different sources different people comfort kills okay it is when you get comfortable with something you stop growing and you stop growing because you start to avoid discomfort and when you avoid discomfort then you really start like shrinking your world and turning it into something that you're not exposing yourself to new risks new experiences you're not putting yourself out there you're not like like with the gym you you might say i was just having a discussion with my mother uh she was talking about how she doesn't like to sweat so so you know some something like that a hang up like that where it's like i don't want to sweat may prevent you from going to the gym and like experiencing these things that you want to like maybe you want to climb a mountain but like you know uh you know the cold really bothers me so i don't know that i want to do that those kinds of things those kinds of comfort levels are preventing you from being everything that you can be and i don't want that for you you don't want that for you i don't want it for myself at the same time i obviously am a human being so i understand what it means to like you know i want to sleep on maybe a mattress i want that level of comfort i don't want to sleep on the floor every day um and <laughs> you know i think we can make some compromises there i think we can have some comfort but at the same time uh maybe you should push your comfort level beyond what you think it is and i'm gonna keep talking about the spartan race because it, it just kind of is flowing for this conversation so the guy that created the spartan races wrote a book his name is joe DeSena, okay and in that book and maybe this will help you if you feel like you're that the your race entry fee is going to prevent you from joining a gym you could be like, oh, Wolf, you know, all this sounds great, but money's kind of tight. And I'm going to have to choose between signing up for a race or signing up for the gym. So, like, which is it? And I get it. Like, I totally get it. Here's the thing you need to understand, though. You don't need to go to a gym in order to work out. And like we were just talking about, if you work out outside, if you can force yourself to, like, put on some sweats go buy fucking five dollar gray sweats like literal sweats like like your dad probably wore in the 90s um or like you see in rocky go buy some sweats and take 10 minutes even though it's winter in the northern hemisphere take 10 minutes go run outside even if it's like 50 degrees you know 
do what you need to do to make yourself make it tolerable maybe not comfortable like you if you were indoors but tolerable and go do the workout and when you do that you harden your mind you sharpen that instinct to where it's like uh you know what i've done i've done worse i've done things that are way harder than this so you know what i can probably make this happen and part of the thing that you need to to help you to do that is not motivation because that is the point at which motivation fails when it becomes uncomfortable your motivation goes out the window right we've all experienced that it's like well i could go to the gym i could um go outside and do a run but it would be way more comfortable to sit my ass on the couch and have a bowl of cereal and watch star trek like and i use that's a very specific example because that's honestly what I want to do most of the time. But I, you know, when you when you eliminate motivation from your life and it's like and you use maybe the race as a crutch and you say, look, yeah, I don't want to do this. I have to do it because if I don't train for this thing, I will fail epically. And I do not want to see myself as a failure. When you hit that point, uh, then it becomes more of like you have to do it. It has to be done. It just has to be done. So, and that that starts to harden your mind. It starts to harden your spirit. And ultimately, if you're working out, it starts to harden your body. It's all good things, okay? Now, I read a lot of books, so I'm going to make a lot of references. Aristotle, one of his philosophies was that we are creatures of habit. We, we don't do anything without it being habituated into our psyche. So after 20 days they say that it takes 20 days to build a habit and here's the thing here's the here's where i fail personally it has to be roughly the same time every single day so you know if you're gonna go to the gym or maybe skip the gym if you're gonna go work out outside it needs to be roughly the same time every day but once you do that for 20 days now it becomes ingrained now you feel weird if you don't do it Okay, so that's how you escape this cycle of being one of those people that signs up for a gym membership or like uh, before you get to January 1st, you've set out your resolution. And you're like, I'm going to I'm going to get in shape this year. This year is the, the year I'm going to have six pack abs. And then you just don't do it. And that I, I'm not I don't want you to think that I'm accusing you of anything like I'm talking partially to myself here because every year i've got these goals like i'm gonna do this thing i'm gonna do this blah 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 and i i never make it more than like if i really really try hard i might make it two weeks but most of the time i fall out after the first three days man if i even make it three days um so i i hope that those things kind of help you those kinds of ideas that i'm trying to follow help you to do what you want to do they help you on your journey so let's uh let's kind of do this together okay here's my commitment here's what i want to do for next year okay and this is something that is really it's something that i'm working on but it's something that doesn't come naturally to me i have a i have a hard time finishing projects that i start so <laughs> it's going to be i'm not going to lie to you it's going to be really really difficult for me to do this five times a week for the uh i'm just gonna say uh, for a year we're gonna say a year 
it's going to be really, really difficult for me to do this five times a week for a full year. But I'm going to commit to you now, okay, that I will be here for you every single day for the next year. Every single weekday for the next year, I will be here for you, okay? And that may mean that sometimes I have to record in batches. That may mean a lot of things. But I promise you, I'm making you a promise that I will be here five days a week for you, okay? So I want you to promise me to not give up on yourself. Do not give up on your goals. Do not give up on your New Year's resolutions. You can make it. I can make it. We can do this together, okay? And that's part of what the community that we're trying to build here at Working Class Gamers, okay? And I've been pushing the Discord, and it sounds kind of, kind of lame and kind of like gimmicky, but like, honestly... I'm not trying to get rich doing this. It's a hobby for all three of us. We we just enjoy it. And I want to personally, I won't speak for the other two, but I personally want to build a community where we can be together, where we can talk about like how hard the work week has been. And, you know, I, I just want to play fucking uh, Call of Duty at the end of the day. <laughs> and like, you know, maybe we could squat up and... Um, you know, or if we're having a hard time at work, you know, we've set aside uh, a room in the Discord where we call it the break room and you can join in there and talk to other people. And Or maybe if you don't want to talk, maybe you're more introverted, uh, you can use the text channel and we can all help each other out there. But, you know, the ultimately the point I'm trying to make is I, I want to build a community that is designed to help all of us. Okay, so that's kind of the introduction here's our introduction to the daily working class gamer podcast um and maybe it's a little rough there's some things in here that i'm not super happy about but i'm not going to go back and re-record it uh it just kind of is what it is so i hope that you are part of this process and i fully invite you to leave some suggestions i know on spotify you can tell me what you think of the episode you can say well that was kind of shit you just said a lot whole lot of nothing or maybe you can say you know maybe you took something out of this maybe there's some books that you want to read or you know some insight that you want more depth on let me know i just want it to be kind of a an interactive thing because i i want to improve myself i want you to improve yourself and i i just want to build a community for for all of us so with that, we're going to keep these episodes to roughly a half hour. They won't be an hour long because um, we're all working. It's it's the week. <laughs> I don't, we don't have an hour to listen during the week. So uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. But I appreciate you listening to this first episode. And I appreciate any feedback that you may have. So I look forward to talking to you tomorrow and for the rest of the week and the rest of the year. So I appreciate you, bro. We'll uh, We'll talk soon. Bye.